You're such an asshole. So we have an original video request. And if you have an original video request or just any questions that you want answered, you can go to assholeconsulting.com where I, the world's only professional asshole, will answer your questions because you didn't have fathers that raised you, right? Like, oh my God. Can you believe all the adults in my life told me to follow my heart and the money will follow? Yes, I can. Let me guess. You're in the same situation as all the millennials. Yeah. All right. Now you want to know how to get out of it. Well, it's going to cost you. But I'm used to things being free. I know. Look where that got you. Stop listening to boomers. All right. Uh, So we have an original request. And some people say, well, just talk about what you want. Kindly paid. The $35. And this came up. Uh, I had a friend visiting, and he's more into the, the news than I am. And uh, I'm not, I'm not into the gossip columns. I'm just not. But here we are. I have to go to Yahoo Entertainment because uh, if you're my age, you remember the Chicago Bulls in the '80s and the '90s. Scottie Pippen, okay, Michael Jordan's right hand man. Everyone knew Scottie Pippen, but of course, all right, and um, you. It's kind of like, well, he's old now and, and he's made millions and I hope he's doing well and he's relaxing and enjoying life. Thank you for the entertainment. Thank you for the great basketball play. I, No one wished ill upon Scottie Pippen. Larsa Pippen, his wife, scores half of Scottie Pippen's Chicago's Bulls retirement. He's got to be 60, 65. And... <laughs> You just want to be, just want to go off into the sunset, enjoy time with the grandkids. What? What is it? Why do people wait until I'm? God damn it! People calling me. I, I sense he's busy. Now I'll call. <clears throat> so we're gonna go through this this gossip trash because there's a very important lesson for you boys out here. Larsa Pippen is the proud new owner of a large chunk of money that equals half of her ex-husband Scottie Pippen's retirement from the Chicago Bulls. Why? Well, see, I know I know there's a legal reason why. I know based on wherever they got married and wherever they're residing, there's a law, there's a, a society has come up with legal rules, laws that govern and determine how much of a man's money goes to his wife, his ex-wife. I understand that's what functionally why, morally and ethically, why she doesn't logically deserve any of this money. And the the point I'm, I'm bringing going even before the law, we have I'm introducing the principal concept of obviously I'm in the position that this woman doesn't deserve any of his money. To bring the whole point of you are a freaking fool. To get married. Because then you subject yourself to these, I wouldn't say arbitrary, it wasn't like random. It was purposely designed to take money from wealthy people and give it to poor people. Traditionally, men giving it to women. You want to talk about a wealth, a transfer of wealth. You want to talk about a, a bachelor tax or a man tax. Here it is. It's obscured through uh, uh, divorce court and divorce law. But let's be very clear what this is. If you get married, you are now liable for paying a, a wealth transfer tax, a male tax. 
that's what this is. And I'm saying, why the hell would you get married now? There's even, there's more to, we'll go through it, but, but right off the bat, right? Why? Why would you do this? And are there no lawyers? Like, doesn't Scotty Pippen have a lawyer that says, hey, Scott, no, you're not getting married, man. You're just not getting married, okay? You're not doing, why? 20 years ago, they've been married 20 years. What, we didn't know about divorce back then? His retirement from the Chicago Bulls. No. Hey, if you play this game, you get, you get you might get your dick cut off. Um, how about no? If you play this game, half your retirement might go to some rando. No. No, I will not play that game. You go in this forest fire, you might die. Man, I don't think I'm going into the forest fire. But I don't know because your peen gets touched and she's hot. Let's go into the forest fire. What do you mean half my assets? <clears throat> According to legal documents obtained by the blast, an order was put in place by an L.A. County, California, L.A. County court in regard to the former couple's ongoing divorce, specifying Larissa's rights, her rights to Scotty Chicago Bulls 401k and savings plan trust. I, I'm going to I'm going to keep showing this. I'm going to keep exposing this. I'm going to show you young boys the dangers. I don't care how hot she is. Marriage is untenable. Do not do it. This isn't me with a hot take. This isn't a funny haha. This isn't a ooh, spicy gossip. What's happening to Scotty? This is, hey, look at that guy up on the cross. Maybe don't piss off the Romans next time, huh? None of you men, boys, should be getting married. None of you. It is a bad institution. It is not a fair or just institution. It is a dangerous institution. There is no reason you should do it. And and I, the reason I'm so adamant about it is because that's what we've been doing since eons, since time immemorial. This is what humans do. Well, not now. Not in 2023. Hey, we used to worship the sun god. Well, we figured it out. It's called the weather. And you don't worship the sun god. It's just ran. It's called science. All right. You need to, you, boys, for your survival, which we'll get to later, you just can't get married. You can't. And you girls, shut the fuck up. Shut the honest to God the fuck up. You know what? No. No. Absolutely not. You have made marriage too risky a proposition. No. In the court order, the court recognizes Larsa as Scotty's ex-wife, whom he married in 1997. The official date of separation is November 2016. Oh, my God. This has been going on for seven years. Oh my God! Look, let me let me let me show you something. Scotty Pippen, right? Multi-millionaire, famous, beloved. You know, maybe not your favorite one, but everybody likes Scotty Pippen, right? Do you think he's enjoying life right now with with all this 
all the money in the world, the fame, the general popularity. I don't think he's come out and said anything about politics. I think he just people fondly remember him in sports history. You think like, yeah, man, he just chill out and relax. Right now, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, uh, Coach Greg Adams is more happy and enjoying his life more than Scottie Pippen. Because Coach Greg knows about peace, contentment, quiet, and serenity. Now, he doesn't have Scotty's millions, but he ain't got no seven-year prolonged divorce. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at Scotty. I'm not, but it's so... No! Guys, not only is life too short for this, but you should have self-respect. You should have something like, no, this is, this is... Well, that's just one... It doesn't matter if it's one example. The fact this happens... The fact that, okay, it's not just one example where, poof, half your assets are gone. The the stupidity, the waste of life, seven years going in and out of court, dealing with lawyers and dealing with an ex, are you joking me? So she was legally awarded 50% of all account balances as the plan's valuation amount closest to the date of their separation. In other words, she gets half the amount that was accrued in the account from 1997 to 2016. She didn't dribble one ball, make one three-pointer, do one assist. (sighs) Of course, she's gorgeous. If that wasn't enough, the order appears to read that Larissa is also entitled to the full amount regardless of what is currently in the account. It states, to the extent there are no assets in his account sufficiently to satisfy the assignment benefit on the date of separation account is established for Larsa. The order should be interpreted as an award of 100% of Scotty's vested account balance. Guys, after a certain time, you got to realize it's a setup. Marriage has now just become a tax. It's just a wealth tax from men to women. That's all it is. It's a man tax. You don't get married. It's slavery. Done. No, I didn't work half my life to pay for this stupid bitch over here. And that's what she is. I don't care how bad that. I don't care. If like, look, you're taking half that person's assets. No. No. <clears throat> And you guys got to wake up and realize what this is. It is a very well hidden man tax. That's all it is. You know how the the like oh we're not printing off more money. Oh no, it, we're not we're not financially uh, uh, bankrupt here in the United States because the Federal Reserve it's a it's backed by the full of the United States. See, it's backed up. It's got intrinsic value. No, you you literally just printed off more money. That's all you did. I don't care how many doctorates are at the Federal Reserve. I don't care what Janet Yellen says. I don't care. You just printed off more money at the end of the day. And here, I don't care how obfuscated marriage is. Oh, and the the cowardice and the conniving to put this man tax into one of the most holy and, and, and human history long institutions called marriage where it's a family, you know, Pretty important to society. Love, right? They they put it in. You know, done, done. Just you, despicable people. You just well, the law says, yeah, good. I'm sure the law says that. I'm sure it does. And I, I dream of the day you boys don't suffer like previous generation of men. I dream of the day that you boys don't 
get led around by your your small head instead of use your big head. And it seems like that's happening. We're just guys aren't getting married. Now, of course, women don't want to get married much either that, that we've talked about before. There's there's a lack of demand on both sides to get married. <clears throat> but after this, there should be no man getting married. Not one. Like, no, we're we're done. We're done with this. Absolutely not. Roll Tomasi always talks about an unconscionable contract. That just means it's unacceptable. No one in the right mind would sign up for him. But since you, but Scotty must have been horny. He was not of his right mind. And you boys, there's no one coming to save you here to wake you up. It's just us guys over in the red pillow sphere here. Like, hey, slap you up. Wake, wake the fuck up. And you can, you can say, hey, we can date. Hey, we could be committed. Hey, we can hang out in a, a no common law marriage state. But we ain't getting married. You're not having a wedding. You're not getting a ring. And sorry, girls, with this disgusting behavior on your team. Well, I don't condone it too bad. It's on your biological team, which unfairly or not, you've been lumped into because of the way you were born and the way the laws are written. And you girls could change. Like, we need to change the laws because the men aren't giving us our day anymore. Or whatever incentivizes you to bring back, you know, fair, just marriage to the to the table. But I'm sorry, ladies, you're not getting your day. Some of you will. No, I, I know. 170 million American men, I'm sure. Some of you will have your day. But don't be surprised. What was it? David's Bridal or one of the K jewelers, one of them or both of them went out of business. Don't quote me. It's one of those marriage-related things. They're going out of business because marriage is dying, and it should. It should be dead. It should be dead. There should not be another marriage to my, forever. It is that bad of a deal. It is that stupid. And of course, you girls aren't that inter- interested in getting married either, which that's the data what it's showing. But the, but your day, which okay, I know it's ranked. That would be funny is the polling didn't poll women on like, okay, what do you want most in life? And of course, it's education and career, money and financial stability. Sixth was children. Seventh was a man. Where's a wedding? Like your day. Where's that? Like it's got to be like fourth or fifth or third, I'd imagine. Like you want a wedding, but you still don't want the man. Like you could go through the process in this ceremony. You don't get your day. Too bad. Of course, now there's some people marrying themselves because they want to have their day. And I say, which is the two saner of the sexes? Why? I don't see men marrying themselves. I don't see that. It's a point for the guys on, on the on the sane contest right now. Now, it should be noted, this is normal in California court for people, for couples to split their respective retirements unless there's a prenuptial agreement. The famous couple reportedly did have a prenup. Oh! All right, well, they may have some weird rules and laws in divorce court, but they'll honor those rules and laws right now. Guess not. Guy, further proving, not, not giving evidence to support my argument, Proving marriage right now in the United States is a male tax. 
That's it's complicated, it's obscured, it's convoluted, but at the end of the day, if you decide like this is I don't want to have and there's divorce, it is a male tax. Because apparently welfare and student loan bailouts and WIC and EBT and everything to the single moms of the world wasn't enough. I don't know about you, but a tax means slavery. Unless you like actually get you know roads and defense and some public goods out of it. It's a tax. You're signing up for a tax. A big tax that takes half your worldly assets. The greatest part of this order for Larissa is that the money is to be paid in a cash lump sum and is to be distributed to her account as soon as administratively possible following the approval of this order. And the judge signed it June 16th, 2013. Larissa Pippen released a statement on the couple's divorce saying, after careful consideration and 19 years together, Larissa and Scotty have... Each file for dissolution of their marriage. Publicists added, although they are no longer to be married, Larsa remains hopeful that she, Scotty, will always do what's best for their four beautiful children and jointly raise them with love and respect. She would like to thank everyone for the understanding and kindly ask for privacy from the media during this time of transition for a family who's calling me now. What's going on? Healthcare. Oh, good. Healthcare called me. <clears throat> Several reports indicated that Scotty and Lars have already settled the rest of their financial issues, but details have not been made public. What's clear is that Pippen made over $100 million while playing for the Chicago Bulls, but it isn't how much uh, mu- is, isn't worth that much now. So how much is in the 401k? Enough. Now that she needs it, not that she needs it, but if you have been living under a rock for a while, like me, you should know that Larsa is currently dating Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan. And this is what my buddy says, like, you didn't hear about this? No. She's dating Michael Jordan's son. Scottie Pippen's buddy, work colleague, I presume friend, dating this guy's son. <laughs> what a fucking whore. That's what you are. Don't, don't. don't. What? What? Guys, yeah, not every gal is Larsa Pippen. I got it. I got it. But this type of behavior, and the courts are still going to like this. There is no. Look, go date a girl. Get committed. Fall in love. And then she can run off with your, your, your. How would that work? With your work colleague's son. She starts banging your work colleague's son. You, okay, that's sad and it's wrong or whatever or odd or weird or pathetic, however you want to describe it. But there ain't no reason you got to fork over half your assets while that happens. There is no reason for this. None. <clears throat> As we've reported, Lursa is a celebrity in her own right and has gone on a on to launch her own jewelry line amongst other businesses. No, she isn't. It's Coma Money. She wanted to do something dumb. I have to say, I'm going to start a jewelry line. Yay! I make the makeup off of slave labor in China. The former NBA star's ex-wife 
addressed rumors of being a gold digger and alleged infidelity in their marriage. People are so insensitive to my life. I'm a lover and will never say anything negative about him. My soul isn't built for negativity. What the hell? She sounds like a 13-year-old. Uh, people saying cheated with nowhere around. I cried oceans after him. I would do anything for him. People say I'm a gold digger is insane. I don't care about him. Like, yes, yes, you do. I've had it my whole life. Um, <clears throat> well, alleged infidelity. Is it alleged? No, I, I click on the another. Here we go. The Daily Mail, not reliable. Prenup would be amended without alimony. Falls for full custody of their four children and $50 million divorce. Uh, NBA filed for divorce in Florida. Oh, she's on the Real Housewives of Miami. Well, how old is his kids? NBA 51. Is he that young? Okay. And of course, I got a bunch of pop-ups I don't need. I just want to know how old the kids are. You know, and there's kids involved. Okay, they're minor children. All right. Uh, they play pay alimony. Yeah, these kids look like um, <clears throat> younger kids. Uh, the wife is 42. No arrests. Us Weekly, it just sounds like a nightmarish hell. It just... Um, Scotty has three children from previous relationships. <laughs> he was married before. <laughs> Scotty, you didn't learn, huh, man? You didn't learn, huh? Like, by the time this is done, I I would love to do a study. Somebody, not me, do a study. Like, guys who get divorced multiple times. Like, what's their net worth by the time they're 70? Like, is it a nickel? Because you're losing half, then you lose half of that, then you lose half. Of, like, what? what's left? Oh. They're doing the... I, I'm I'm only interested in the kids and as so far as like okay are they younger and minor and you know yeah they got to go through divorce if they were older and adults then you know that'd be a little bit less of a thing. All right, well that's that's enough. Come on, close. Oh my god, this computer. So here's the thing. All right, there's a point to all this aside from gossip and all that. <clears throat> you cannot have. An agreement. Rolo obviously calls it an unconscionable contract. That's the legal thing. It You got to upgrade it beyond unconscionable. This is a life-threatening contract. And what I mean by that is it threatens your, not, not like you're going to die and be killed. Although sometimes if passions run fierce, that can happen. <clears throat> I'm talking it cannot threaten your livelihood. You cannot have an agreement with anyone where it threatens your livelihood, can make you poor, can ruin your life, can steal all your assets, rendering you a slave for that entire time, while the counterparty has no risk. And that's what marriage is. I it is it is economically, when we get down to its true 
DNA. It's economic DNA. It is a tax on men. That's that's what it is. All right. But the price this isn't like oh a twenty dollar tax. So you got to fill the fee and divorce and okay you walk away with the with the marriage with what you brought. But because it's more than that $20, you know, it's more than a fee. It's like half your assets and indentured servitude that ruins your life. And you've seen it. You've seen it where, you know, after taxes and alimony for a normal person, not Scotty Pippen, but the, the man, you know, look at Terrence Pop living in your car. You can't afford the alimony. You go to jail. You go to the court to reassess your child of support or your alimony when you lost your job. There's that Canadian guy, a little Canadian law, slightly different, where uh, he the the he started on news radio. He's making millions of dollars. They got divorced while he was on news radio. So the alimony was set based on his income, making millions of dollars. And then when the show ended and he stopped making millions of dollars, the judge wouldn't realign it. So he escaped to the United States. All right. Um, these are these are contracts. These are are. <clears throat> propositions to you where okay there's love and 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 there's a history of humanity and this is what we are born to do and start families like all the point and purpose of human existence was you know th and through the traditional and i keep going back to the to the the wedding scene and the godfather where everyone's happy and smiling and there's family it's very important Right. That that's kind of like, yeah, this is what it is. And you would celebrate marriage and it'd be like probably the biggest day in both your lives. All right. You have to look through all of that and realize that this institution. After all the pomp and circumstance, this contract is a life threatening contract. Marriage threatens your life, not an opinion. Not an edgy, quick, hot take. Not a <clears throat> tee in this. No, no. Hey, you look half of you look half the guys you know got divorced. And you've seen what happens, and that says nothing about the emotional damage, right? And obviously, Terrence Pop handles that. If this was a one in a thousand, if this wasn't only happened to Hollywood celebrities, fine. Look at the crazy people doing their crazy things. But the, you guys all worried about the COVID infection rate. And oh my God, does it does it morph into a life-threatening uh, condition? All right. And it's one in what, 10,000 or something like 100,000? I don't know. Not not negligible. It's there. But we, we ignore, we just poo-poo, we sweep under the rug that one in two marriages fail. I say it's more than that when you consider how few are actually happy, but in either case this is a very real threat this will happen to technically 45 percent of you if you get married and many more of you are not getting married you're cohabitating but then there's still palimony and alimony and child support associated with that <clears throat> so you're not scot-free out of that but this is a real threat if you get married, it will happen to just slightly less than half of you. And the price is severe. It threatens your livelihood financially and will also threaten you emotionally and psychologically. You will sustain a, a tremendous 
financial, emotional, and psychological cost participating in this. And while you still might suffer an emotional, you would you will suffer an emotional cost and a psychological toss or cost if you break up with someone you're dating. If you are married, now you now you brought finances into this. And as an economist, it pisses me off. Right now, all of you, all of you are a slave 25% of the time to people on welfare, some kind of government aid or assistance. You know, one out of every $4 you make goes to pay for someone else's expenses because <clears throat> they're not working. That That's how it done. Go look it up. Go look it up yourself. All right. And you, you pay one out of every $3 to the government's state, local, and federal total. One, one in every three, 38% technically, but let's just round it down to a third, 33%. Right? So between that 33% and 25%, 8%, let's just call it 10%. That's 10% of your money goes to the actual government for government purposes, All right, which is fair because then you get something in return like roads and defense and regulatory agencies and a judicial system and all this other stuff. The rest goes to pay everybody. So you are a slave a quarter of your working life. Y'all voted for it. Y'all voted for it, especially you women. You just love enslaving people, yourselves included, but especially your own men, to pay for other people who are just parasites so you can be popular. <clears throat> if you get divorced already on top of the taxes you're paying to support other people that aren't you, half, sometimes more, of all your labor now goes to your ex. Half. Meaning you're a slave the majority of your life. And I don't know about you, but freedom's pretty important to me and I want to spend as little time being a slave to other people. Because if you are a slave for half your life, you, you wasted your life. You just wasted it. It wasn't your own. And one thing you can do, like the tax rate's going to be what it's going to be. Okay. We have an election every two years, sometimes every year, depending on the cycle of your state and local. We as a community decide how much we're going to just enslave ourselves and ass rape ourselves. Okay. To, to the, to the parasite class. And we wonder why there's not enough money. We need to have two incomes to so support a family. Well, lady, if you stop voting to pay for a third of the population on welfare, then maybe we could afford a family and you could be a stay-at-home mom. But no, you had to be popular. <clears throat> but aside from the that that tax rate that's going to come through the democratic process, which we're all going to have to pay to varying degrees, there is absolutely no reason. You absolutely cannot sign up for a legal contract that might make you a slave for half your life on top of it. And depending on the state, like California, it's lifetime alimony and, a, and an indentured servant for the rest of your life. Marriage is such a bad, horrible, and genuinely life-threatening contract. I don't care how horny you are. I don't care what thousands and millennia of human history and tradition tells you, you do not get married. You don't get married. 
And everyone talks about, oh, my gosh, the marriage rates are dropping. Oh, do you see the marriage rates are dropping? Oh, my God, the, the birth rates are dropping. I've, it's going to accelerate more. I think the, the uh, first derivative is going to go even more negative because I think most of you boys are kind of getting the message. Now, of course, girls don't want to get married either. Women are removing themselves from the marriage market as well. Men just aren't meeting their their ever increasing standards. So it's it's also happening from both sides. But boys, you should be like, no, no, we're not getting married. And some things might come of that. Girls might might wake up. Well, well, I really want to get married. No, we're not getting married. So divorce would go away. All right. So there's an immediate consequence of that. Like, okay, there's no more divorce. There's none of this financial transaction. So the the man tax goes away. All right. Unless you're like cohabitating and obscure palimony rules and all that. All right. But, but it would pretty much, that would go away. There wouldn't be her day anymore. And then maybe girls, they would actually, you would take some off the table, taking on, taking away her day. And they might say, but I want my day. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we're not getting married. This is it. It might be clear enough that women might reevaluate their voting. They might reevaluate like, whoa, we got to change the marriage laws. Cause like no men are getting married now. The, the contract is so bad that might happen in the future. But for right now, guys, you simply cannot afford to get married. You can't. And the fact I say that as as a fact and not trying to get an edgy opinion or capitalize whatever the chit chat's going on with Larsa and Scotty. Is how how serious a threat that is. It's not my opinion. That is a life-destroying contract you're about with the potential, a very high potential, 50% chance potential, you're going to destroy your life. Please don't do that. And there should be no social pressure, familial pressure, especially if you happen to be an immigrant or from a traditional family. All right, fine. You go marry someone from the mainland or the homeland. Okay, fine. Over there. But you should be able to pull these statistics. I'll say, absolutely not, mom. Pull this article out. No, mom. I'm not getting married. It is not happening. Your girlfriend, like, where are we going? This is it. We've reached it. This is Nirvana. We've achieved. But I want to get married. No, that's never happening. You start dating a girl, like on your dating profiles, guys, everything is like, I will never marry. I will never marry. Save yourself time. Save them some time. Actually, you'll probably get more dates because like, oh, he's not committed. Oh, he's the fun guy. And it's like, where is he going? How are we getting married? Did you not see my profile? <clears throat> and I don't care what happens to society. I, I really don't care, right? It, it's not, well, what will happen to the birth rate? Well, that's too bad. You better start factoring in what men want, men's best interest as well, because unfortunately, whether you like it or not, you're half society. But for you guys out there, like just to survive, forget the future. It doesn't matter. A more immediate threat is you're going to lose all your money and be a slave. So no, no, we will not be getting married. What will happen in 20 years? Well, we'll worry about that in 20 years now, won't we? And now it's the rest of society's problem. But you're you're doing yourself. You do not, God almighty, guys, you do not owe it to society. You do not owe it to your family. You do not owe it to your culture to sign a contract that has a 50% chance of destroying your life. Okay? And so that's the lesson I want you to take. It is marriage is a life-threatening institution obviously you don't participate in it there you go all right what we got
Oh, link below. If you don't believe me. If you're like, oh, look at this guy. Three sources. The book of numbers analyzing the ROI and the pursuit of women. Please look at that so you know what the rate of return, what your chances are of being happily married. Consequently, two, the menu, life without the opposite sex. As I said before, women also don't want to get married. All right. Half of you are forecasted not to be married by 2030, especially those of you who are younger. That means you have to figure out something to do in life that is outside of family, which sadly gave everyone point and purpose to, to, to live. What we live for, we took great joy in it, but feminists thought they knew better. They thought working in a corporation or for the government and getting their MBAs and, and paying taxes and getting a corner office and commuting, they thought that's more important than, than the hugs of children. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You didn't need children. They knew better. All right, but half, half of you will not be getting married or having children, so you better find something else to do in life. And so may I recommend the menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. It has both a male and female menu because men and women are different. Oh! Eat a bag of dicks. And then for you boys out there, it, it's all it's co-ed. It's a co-ed course. Um, but it, it skews for men because it's empirical. Uh, you all can't afford, this is not your parents' fault. This is not your dad's fault. But you can't afford to have parents who are older which by fact your parents have to be older which means they are outdated in certain things even if they're loving and caring like when when my parents generation told my generation the gen xers you all have to go to college because it's a great thing and that's how you make money it was true it came from a source of love and good intentions it was not correct and right now if if your dad, honest to God, if your dad's over 40, they're so out of date. They do not know what's going on on the front lines. You need to have fatherly advice that is appropriate for the time, that is effective and practical here and now, that is based in the reality you are about, that you are facing or going to face in the future. And so I created a course called The Dad You Never Had, which is available on Teachable. And it certainly addresses the risks of marriage family formation, among a million other things, career, education, finance, um, life purpose and philosophy. It's 12 hours long. And I'm like, well, that's a long course. I was like, well, a lot of you didn't have dads either. you know. And that would have been 20 years of fatherly wisdom that he should have given you, which they didn't because they were like, come on, baby, light my fire. <laughs> Hippies, you're cool, man. What do you mean, jobs? One wonders why they're miserable and poor in any case um uh, if you need some guidance that course is open for enrollment and also link below the dad you never had it's available on teachable you can search it obviously and that's 150 dollars plus tax because we gotta pay our taxes because girls had to be popular to pay other people with other people's money i feel so good about myself <laughs> <clears throat> And, you know, let's say it's 160 with tax. Trust me. Trust me. If it saves you what Scottie Pippen has to pay, it's worth $160 in the 12 hours of your life. You get a PowerPoint, so you get notes, you know. All right, there's notes. But it's worth it, okay? So there you go. All right, let's go to the Super Chat. The Super Chats, the Super Chats. Let's go to the Super Chats and have ourselves to do. By the way, today's Super Chats go to pay for gravel. 
not joking. You want to, hey, yeah, go. So you guys are very kind because I know you you pay attention. Like, hey, here's some money for some Poke Bowl. Back when I was in a town where there was Poke Bowl, ain't no Poke Bowl in South Dakota. And so people are like, yeah, get some a Poke Bowl on me. And so uh, I am going to get gravel. I had to slope some land. I dug a trench yesterday with a friend that came over. And uh, then we got to put some plastic down. But I already own the plastic. But then I got to get some gravel. So all Super Chats today go to get the, I think I need two tons of gravel. A lot of gravel. A lot of wheelbarrowing going on in Cappy's life. So that's where it is. Uh, get free. $20,000 COP. COP. What is COP? <clears throat> God, I'm, I've never seen that currency before. No, it's not Philippines. Boy, what is that? Um, is that an African currency? Let me let me try. Okay, let's do COP to US dollars. C oh, COP to USD. <clears throat> oh, Colombian pesos. I should have. Okay, point zero 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 one two three four five. So that's a buck. Thank you for the dollar. Marriage is a sacred institution and foundation of family. Yes, it is. If you're against marriage, then you're against traditional values in this great country. Well, you're in Colombia. That might be a more traditional con- uh, uh, country. In the United States, though, it, it, it's unfortunately a like a like a parasite has attached itself to the marriage institution of marriage. Like now, you can't. It's not too unlike. You're a girl you're dating got uh, herpes from somebody else. It now comes with it. The risk of divorce, the man tax now comes with getting marriage, uh, getting married. And if here's another thing, I would say marriage in the United States and the West in general is no longer a traditional and sacred institution or tradition. It's not not in practice. It's a word that has no meaning anymore. Uh, but the actual act of getting married and having a family that is sacred, it is traditional, and it is the foundation of not just the family, but but society. But I think with the laws we've created, it, you, you don't have real marriage in the United States anymore. You just don't. Um, so this bastardized, mutated, herpes-infected version we got of it now is is not marriage. It isn't. If you're against marriage, then you're against traditional values of this great country. Well, I, I am for traditional marriage. Let me know when it when it happens. It's different. Thirty two two bucks. Cappy dollar first Southern sar- Sergeant. What you think? MJ is smiling about this. Cappy dollar for Southern. Ca- what do I think? MJ is smiling about this. You Mary Joe? Oh, Michael Jordan. Um. No, I think Michael Jordan is probably actually ashamed. Um, <clears throat> I think he's just like, I can't believe this. I'm sorry. I think he's m- maybe apologetic. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the relationship Scotty and Michael Jordan have. But, um, oh, man, it goes back to peace and con- Coach Greg Adams, peace, contentment, and quiet. 
That's what I want. Glenn Lawrence, five bucks. Cappy, you are taking all my talking points from Rule Zero tomorrow. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that, Glenn. By the way, subscribe, tune into Rule Zero. Uh, for, first, subscribe to Glenn's channel because the show goes to different people's channel every week. <clears throat> they'll be talking about this, obviously, in more detail. Uh, but they'll be on tomorrow. I might, I might stop by Glenn tomorrow. I know I said I'm taking a sabbatical until uh, fall, but I, I might poke my head in there. Uh, but I'm enjoying South Dakota. Awake pilot, AED. Um, what? Argentinian dinars? What is AED? AED. AED. Okay, I was close. Um, United Arabs, Durham, not dinars. Okay, I got the right country. 27.2 quarter. <clears throat> That's like uh, four or five bucks. Thank you, Awake Pilot. Uh, Crappy, how do you call those who do it twice or three times? Is it that they believe that there is a better ones? I I think it's, I got to be somewhat forgiving of them because it is hardwired into our genetics, guys. I mean, that's what we've done for eons, for thousands of years, is you got married and you formed families. And most men don't like to talk about, but men do like to fall in love and be, you know, taken care of and being treated nice and, you know, have the nice wife who makes the dinner and you're there with your kids and they all give you a hug. Matt Walsh had a simple video about what a man wants. He wants a, a nice, sweet wife to come love home and tell him that he did good. You know, that's what that's what they want. And so, you know, they go and and they think it's bad luck. They think it was just misfortune or like or they got wiser eyes. They and they don't realize that in today's post uh, industrial revolution in a post-marriage society where women don't need you anymore, you are starting to see women's true genetic interest. Their, their true interest in men is not as much as men's interest in women. And their primary interest, not all of them, of course, but their primary interest is resources. Because in the past, that's what they needed. And uh, <clears throat> then you throw in the, the feminist indoctrination that's been going on since the 1960s. A lot of women just hate men or, or certainly view them as competitors and adversarial. And so these guys just walk into it time and time again. And people don't want to be lonely. I, I'm okay being alone. I'm perfectly fine being alone. If like, you know, I got a pain in the ass in my life. You're a pain in the ass. Get over. You might be alone. Oh, well, be quiet at least. Um, but a lot of people are afraid to be alone. And that's that's what happens. And a lot of these people, like, you know, if you're talking your third divorce, these guys are probably boomers or older exers. The ones I've seen aren't that bright. Not to say if you've been divorced three times, you're not that bright. But they're they're certainly not street smart when it comes to marriage and women. But also generally they're lower intelligent, kind of your your hickish, trailer trash type. You know, third marriage. What do you mean? Uh, stand the milkman. Two Australian dollars. A chick married the Eiffel Tower. Right. I mean, well, that's for sensationalism. But there are more women getting married. There was an article about a gal in a retirement home who married herself. And and enough idiots in the retirement home like indulged her in this, and there was a party and a celebration, a process or a procedure. <clears throat> they all want their day. They do. They want their day. I, I wish we had that. I guarantee you'd be like third or fourth. They want their day, and the man would still be seventh or bucked down to eighth. Joy Davis, five bucks. Forget marriage. People can have their special day all they want to. It's called their birthday. Yeah, I 
Uh, enjoy. It, keep in mind, though, this is squarely a girl thing. The girls want their day. Guys don't want their day. Guys, guys want. I don't know what we want. I think we just want an orgy with a bunch of big titted redheads once, and that would be our day. And then we just have peace, contentment, and quiet. Um, you know, just 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 relaxation and enjoyment in life, like every day. <clears throat> Um, but you have to admit it, girls really want, well, there's a whole industry based on it. If it was up to guys, there wouldn't be a wedding industry. We'd all get married by, by, by Elvis in Vegas. We get a hundred dollars of chips. We gamble, we go bang in the uh, hotel and then we're off on the motorcycle rides, babe. And then we're off to our life. But that's because we think our life in the future is the most important part of it. Women, the most important part is the day they have. And then it's all downhill from there. I don't believe that. I know. I know exception to the rule lady you don't believe that not you joe i'm talking to some women in general yeah I, you're right but most of your colleagues do not <clears throat> most of you don't tk 10 bucks i don't understand why men want to unnecessarily complicate their lives exactly you bring up a whole other third level like, why complicate this you're right forget the financial risk the legal risk the the emotional risk you are you are infinitely increasing the complication in your life now in the olden days whether you ladies liked it or not women were trained by their parents and society like here's how you be demure here's how you support your man this is how you keep a home so you were you were not a pain in the ass there was not conflict there was not you know uh, two bucks bucking heads to see who's going to lead it, it, you were a compliment and support and a, a positive net attribute to a man's life. Now it's complication. Right off the bat, first thing young women today are bringing is student loan debts. So you're now your financial liability right off the bat. You have an attitude that is not conducive to marriage. And that that is 100% true. You can't You cannot be brought up under modern feminism and then think you're still congruent or conducive to a traditional institution like marriage. It just isn't going to happen. And so just to... And then, oh, I'm going to have my career, but I'm going to vote to raise your taxes. But then I also want to have kids. It, you can't do it. That is way too complicated. Oh, and I want nice things. No, no. And you boys, no matter how horny, no matter how traditional, no matter how much you want to fall in love and be loved. I know. I, I, sadly, the level it's come to is you could be a guy who's got a really good, stable career. And everything's going well, and but you're paying taxes to it. But you could still be okay, and you could be up on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, approaching self-esteem or social acceptance, even self-actualization. You introduce marriage to this, now you're threatening back down to the lower levels of hierarchy of needs. And fine, you're making money, and maybe you're hanging out in those upper echelons of Maslow's society or a hierarchy. But if the girl delivers the divorce torpedo, now you're back. Now there is a real risk. You're going to go back to food, clothing, and shelter. Homelessness. And that threatens your life. No, I'm never, I am never, never going back to the lower levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Never. <clears throat> I've taken great strides to make sure I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll work, I'll do anything, but I'm not going back to that level. I will never starve again. I make sure of that. Uh, but key to that is not getting married. Key to that is, among other things, not buying fancy new cars, fixing my own stuff, doing my own work, not needing the money, spending less than I make, stealing sweatshirts from 
fresh and fit so I don't have to pay for them. Save a lot of money on that. And you boys cannot afford to have your personal life threatened with the risk of divorce. It's just that simple. And so you can get mostly what you want out of women, which is sex and having a relationship. Or if you want to pay for it, which I've argued many times and showed empirically and economically, you you pay for it anyways, whether you're bartering or whether you pay cash. It doesn't, it's the same thing principally. It doesn't matter. Uh, life should be as easy and calm as possible. Right, right. And I, it's really sad, but, and I'm not trying to like sound like some old Bible thump in the 1980s. Women got to get back in it. But ladies, you got to understand to have a relationship and to have this peace and calm and contentment. One's got to lead, one's got to follow, and you have to put the household first, meaning the man and the family. The guy's got to do the same thing too. He's got to put you in, in the house first. But some one person's got to lead because otherwise there's going to be constant fighting. And honestly, it could be the man or the woman. It's better than both trying to lead at the same time. But you're not going to have peace and contentment and quiet, which is one of the highest standards of living you can possibly have. If you're all, we got to keep up with the Joneses and I can't get my master's and you're pursuing something else other than your husband and your family. And that's fine. I'm libertarian. Choose what to do. It's your life. You could do this. But if, if you're not going to put your husband and family first, you're going to put your career, your education, yourself, your politics first. Don't get married. There's no reason to. Go live your life. You'll be much happier and be peaceful and contented in your, in your, own, your own house. But yeah, introducing another person who is not going to be on board with the exact same goals that you guys have, don't bother. They're going to be serving another master, another God, another goal. And it will not be congruent with your, your presumed common goals. Uh, the, per, the number one example, I'll give you a perfect example of where, where you don't have peace and contentment and quiet because your kids get screwed up and now they have mental problems. What's the first thing you girls do once you have a kid? Okay, maybe you take care of the kid a little bit, but off to daycare because you got to go have your career. Okay, you, you, you don't. You don't. By that action, you don't care about your family. You might care about your family. You might love your family, but not as much as your career. So don't, just choose. You can have a career or you can have a family. You cannot have both. Well, technically you can if you time it right. You have the, the family first. Sit down. Let's say about the most misogynist thing ever you've ever heard. You raise your children. And when your children are off into school and you know kind of can take care of themselves, then you have a career. All right, then you could have both goals. But in, in the meantime, your life is not if you serve two masters trying to take two goals that are not that are mutually exclusive. Your kids are going to grow up under suffering conditions. They will suffer. They'll have mental problems or you know, fake it or whatever. They're just neglected. And so, yeah, they're going to have mental problems or they're just going to be upset you're going to say, oh, it's the hit to hit to his and the Asperger's and the autism. And, and they need drugs because it can't possibly be. I didn't spend time with them as a mother. And then your kids are on psychological problems and seeing a therapist. And then they live at home till you're 35. And that is not peace and calm. That is not peace and calm. 
But what do I know? Alex Martinez, five bucks. What if we as men want to have a kid? How would we go about nowadays? Well, I even consulted a guy who wanted to have a, a surrogate child. I see, but right off the bat, kids need their mom too. So, I mean, the ideal world, what you should really aim for is to have a nuclear family with a mom and dad present raising the children. Whoa, I'm practically Hitler now. I'll grow a funny mustache. And the only way you're going to find that is through traditional cultures, either moving overseas or you find it within religious cultures here, particularly uh, Orthodox Christianity, Orthodox, uh, well, maybe not the Hasidic Jews, but traditional Judaism and Islam. right? Or ethnic cultures that maintain the integrity, predominantly Asian. But by that time, it's like, okay, just go to Asia. Because you're subjected to the laws here. It's about the only way you're going to find a wife. The only way you're going to find a traditional wife. right? And you cannot bring them back here. You have to stay overseas in the traditional culture. The second best, I would say, is you adopt a kid who's already existing. Although adopting agencies are kind of reluctant to have just a single person. Guy or gal. Especially men. Then you could go the surrogacy route because, okay, Will Ferrell, the, the data shows that single if you have to choose between single father, single mother, you want to have a single father, kids tend to do better under that. But your kid's still going to suffer without a mother. You know, and I, I'm like, and then foster care, you know, you know, let's go and adopt. You know, how do you go? That's what I would do. That's how you got to do it. Look, guys, I'm not even going out on a limb on this. Go look at the polling data. Women care more about themselves and their career and their education than they do their kids and they do family. You can't have a family that way. Your kids need to come first. And for most women, their priorities, which is fine, everyone can have the choice, their children come around fifth or sixth, depending on the age. <clears throat> it You're just going to have to, maybe you don't have kids, you know? I, I accepted that long ago. I never wanted kids. And, you know, just not going to, I'm not, I wasn't going to have my my lifestyle, I thought, career-wise and education-wise, though in an odd way it kind of manifested anyway. Sometimes you're just going to have to, it's not our time, it's not our generation. And it's 100% up to women. This is all, This is all in women's hands. Because they are agents, they are individuals, they are humans. Now, a lot of you argue they don't have agency, they don't have responsibility. No, they do. They have to make this choice. We can't make it for them, so it's not us. It's it's incumbent upon them, and they will make their choice. And society will go on. I think families will collapse. There will not be enough kids in the future. The welfare state relies on enslaving future generations of people to pay for the current ones. Right? There will be a, a hyperinflationary crash. I think. Uh, China will stop supplying us with our stuff, and then we're going to have a, a come to Jesus meeting. And then um, they, they, they'll be like, okay, wait a minute. All right, all right, we need children, okay? We will only take a quarter of your money, okay, guys? Oh, my God, did you know we need men? Apparently, they make all the stuff that's really important, like roads and electricity and surgery and stuff like that. Apparently we need them or something. And then like, you know, population dies out down to a quarter. Like, hey, wait a second. But I don't think we'll be around for that. 
Uh, Wiz Division Productions, five bucks. When friends and family ask me why I'm not married yet, I tell them I'm waiting for God to deliver my virgin traditional wife that loves me for me. That, that is an outstanding response. You can just say, well, I'm waiting for God. I'm waiting for God. He, The Lord has a plan. Girls use that all the time. Well, the Lord has a plan. Yeah, his plan was J Jones over here who asked you out. And he was a good Christian man, but you didn't want to go out with him because he was only 5'9". The guy owns his own house and fixes his own cars, fixes his own computer. I've seen this happen, by the way. I really, well, he's got to be Christian. What about that guy? Oh, not, not that Christian. What about that guy? He goes to church all the time. He has a Bible. He's a practicing Christian. I know him. Oh, no, not, not him. Not him. Because 90% of Christian women don't give a shit about Christ. Super hypersonic, holy re. Man, I'm gonna buy a lot of gravel with all these super chats. Look at all these super chats here today. Uh, Chris, the tornado chasing kid, has two bucks. Chris is not here. Thank you. Fural near 750 Icelandic kroners. Most couples in Iceland settle for common law. The actual ceremony usually takes place during middle age after they have had like three children. That makes more sense. I mean, there's something to celebrate. I don't I don't buy wedding gifts anymore for people in the United States. I'll buy a 10-year anniversary gift. I'm like, no, you're not, you're not getting a gift. I bought too many gifts and they're like, oh, we're divorced. Give me back my gift. Give me back my gift. Dan Hunsacker, part of the 1099 Superior Race. A bit off topic, but thank you for the curse of the high IQ. I had the audible edition and yelled out, uh, fine, Cappy, I get it. So what do we do? Then the final chapter played. Thanks again. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it, Dan. Look, guys, uh, an obscure book. We may not obscure, but one probably most of you haven't read. Because the, the forefront of this battle is basically dealing with the fact that one sex wants nothing to do with the other. And there are tremendous societal, economic, political, emotional, existential ramifications and consequences of things we got to address uh, because of that. And they're very important. They're, 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 they're existential. They're, they're life-threatening, even though girls don't, un, don't believe so. Uh, but for those of you who are tuning into this, you're probably way more intelligent than the average person. And uh, get cursed with a high IQ because it's a curse to be intelligent. And I don't say that because I'm so intelligent. I say there's a lot of stupid fucking people out there and I hate you all. And you make life impossible for us intelligent people. Well, that's pretty harsh. Shut up. You have the whole world designed for you. Just shut the fuck up. <clears throat> and get out of the left lane. Uh, back health 101. Uh, two bucks. Thanks, Cappy. Splurt sound. Have a good day. You're welcome. Ray John, Canadian agent in the field. Two bucks. Girlfriends are better than wives. They tend to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you can like, go away now. It's done. And no, you don't get, get you, know, you don't get cash and prizes. You go away now. And then your tires get slashed. Dejan rips. Five bucks. How have you learned to be comfortable with your own company? And does it get easier after the age of 30? Uh, 25 year old male. Um, I, I, there's some things I can't speak to the rest of you guys to because the path I took or my background's a little obscure. I had to be alone uh, a lot right off the bat when I was 18 because I worked security. And though I belonged to a team, you know, we work for a security team, most of my shifts were patrolling by myself late at night. 
And so early on, I got exposed to being alone. I believe the military is somewhat similar. Like, you you know, you go sit, especially if you're working like, uh, you know, protecting the the perimeter. You're by yourself. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, that's just how it was. Um, and then studying, you're studying by yourself. And but the other thing is that I guess what helped is I always had dreams and things I wanted to do, like hike mountains. And that's what I ended up doing. And I had stuff I wanted to do. I remember um, being poor also helped in a certain way. I remember going to see, uh, what was the movie with Woody and Buzz Lightyear? Uh, Toy Story, the original one. I saw the movie by myself. <clears throat> and I was excited because I had the time and the money to go see it. And... um it, the girl I was dating was upset I didn't take her. I'm like, well, I don't know when we're going to have time to go do it. I knew I had the time and the money and we're not having sex. So F off. I didn't, I didn't say that last part. Um, I was happy to go because, you know, it was just work and sleep and starvation. So any fun thing, you know, like you say you put in solitary confinement and then you get a book and you get to read in a room with a light in it. You'll be excited about that. So early on, having years patrolling by myself and being by, you know, even in overnight security, you're by yourself. I got used to it. Um, does it get easier after three? I don't know. Really, I think it would depend on the person. So uh, maybe for you, um, but maybe you're really social. Maybe genetically you need to talk to a lot of people. I don't know if it gets better. Jorge asked five bucks. The menu really pounded this idea into my numbskull. Uh, to be honest, laugh out loud. Well, I'm glad it did. I'm glad it, yeah, everyone, go get the menu, guys. It's, it's, that would help you out while I'm lonely. Get the menu. Figure out things to do. Osama Abdu, two bucks. Can you recap thoughts, vasectomy, freezing sperm for two bucks? All right, I'll do it. This is your $2 version. The risks of having a kid, an illegitimate kid, are the cost of having an illegitimate kid, one you can't afford or you didn't have within a relationship, are tremendously more than freezing your sperm. Okay? The number one cause of poverty is having more kids than you can afford, both for yourself and the kids you unfortunately bring into poverty. If you want to protect yourself and by extension, the rest of society from poverty, all men should get a vasectomy. Under the understanding <clears throat> that if and when you are ready to have kids, there will be some added cost to that because you're not doing it through natural means. So that means you either make deposits before you have the vasectomy and pay the fees to have your sperm frozen, okay, which even at $1,000 a year is a fraction of what you're going to be paying for diapers for just one kid. Or if you did not freeze your sperm before a vasectomy, you can have it uh, directly extracted through different means that are expensive. But again, nowhere near as expensive as having a kid you can't afford. And if, if I were a dictator, which I am not, so I can only implore people into action through, through making the argument these things are in their best interest, Every man, it is my opinion, should get a vasectomy. Heck, starting at 14, which most doctors won't do. 
you go make your deposits, you get a vasectomy, and then we would, you're never going to eliminate poverty, but you would eliminate, uh, oh gosh, 85% of it. You would eliminate damn near all familial problems. You would eliminate a lot of uh, mental conditions and problems young kids have because they're not being brought up under that. And you would take all the power, all the power, reproductive rights power from women. Now, women would still have reproductive rights. They could abort. They still have it. But we would now say, we're not having kids until we want to have kids. Men would determine when families would be formed. And that would just obliterate poverty more than the welfare state ever could in a thousand years with 100% GDP. <clears throat> Footnote, because the, the Spurgs are going to come in here. Oh, what if it's not reversible? Yes, there's a chance that your vasectomy is not reversible. What if they can't get sperm extracted? Yep, there's a, there's a small chance that would happen. What if the the sperm bank gets hit by a tornado? Yep, there's a chance of that. That's a risk you got to take, but it's a much smaller risk than coming inside, uh, you know, uh, Becky from the trailer park with her tattoos and her and her pierced nose with three other kids from four different fathers. And so I'm not arguing for society. Well, I am arguing every man, in my opinion, should have a vasectomy. Once you have puberty, vasectomy. Right? <clears throat> and then, but I am arguing for the individual man. Absolutely. Get yourself a vasectomy. With the full understanding, there are risks you may never be able to extract sperm again. And I guarantee you, Osama, in the comments below, there's going to be a bunch of actually Spurgs. <laughs> Technically, oh my God, you know, I heard there's complications. Yes, yes, there is. There are risks, yes. But that's that's the $2 version. Ray John, 5 Canadian, a soccer player, put everything in his man. Yeah, his mom's name, uh, Habibi or whatever his name is, to save his behind in a divorce case. Yep. Yep. Or, 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 just don't get married. Wiz Division Productions, five bucks. Peace and quiet is more addicting than say It is once you have it and you understand it as a slightly older man. It's very valuable for me. Uh, women and 99% of people are in direct opposition to that. I can't imagine ever giving it up. Yeah, once you have it, is it? Uh, JG, 10 generous dollars. Hard facts are better than pleasant illusions. Absolutely. Imagine if if Scottie Pippen and I had this, this harsh call, uh, talk. He'd be way better off, and he would have avoided seven years of pain in divorce court. Thanks for the show. M.A., five bucks. Thank a boomer feminist right before you let their wheelchair roll off the cliff. <laughs> My question is, why are you near a feminist boomer in a wheelchair by a cliff? Why would you be there? You wouldn't be able to get through a feminist boomer's mind or boomer feminist mind. They're, they're gone. They're just gone. They're committed. They got to double down. They got. They got to. They got to convince themselves that their lives are not lived in vain. Drew five bucks. A cop got run over at the Nuggets championship parade by a fire truck when fans ran over him, <clears throat> and now he might lose his legs. So stupid. Go sports ball. Ah, uh, that is tragic. Uh, yeah, sports ball is dumb. I I feel bad for the guy. 
And I don't care that the people are like, hey, the Vegas Knights won the thing. I'm like, they're not my Knights. I don't own a town. Couldn't care less. Happy they won it for them, sure. But are you going to watch the game? No, I'm going to live a life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something fun. Hat and clogs, two bucks. Cap, you said that love is love. Love is love. It is. Cap, Cap, we are pro, not straight people here. You ha- you are your own person. Go do your own thing. We are pro, not straight. We just don't celebrate it for an entire month and, and pledge fealty. Like, oh my God, you're gay? You're so freaking amazing. You're like, oh, you're born that way. Cool. You do anything else? You got another trick? Oh, it's just that you're gay. Oh, okay. Excuse me while I ignore your boring ass. Hand clogs two bucks again. Power of love can fix everything. Believe in love. No, the power of love cannot fix everything. Nope. It cannot fix cancer. It cannot fix physics. Fjolnir, 1,500 Icelandic kroners. You might not be Christian, but you are better than most preachers. I, there's no, look, let's not confuse and let's not sing Cappy's praises. I just tell the truth. And I don't even tell the truth for bold or courageous reasons. I tell the truth because there's so many fucking assholes, evil people alive in this world today who get by on the lies. I want to piss them off. It's not even exposing them. It's that it pisses off and it pisses them off and makes the day bad. Like, do I tell girls to stop majoring in dumb shit because I care? I want them to close the wage gap and actually have a financial. Yes, there's a piece of a moral component of me that's like 30%. But 70% of it is just like, all right, get pissed off, bitch. Get pissed off when I tell you your, your early education hood degree is just a babysitter. Come on, get pissed off. I want your day bad. Come on, tell me how I'm such a bad guy. Give it to me, baby. Give it. Tell me how I'm a bad guy trying to help you out. I love seeing stupid people, Democrats, particularly leftists in general, just get the truth shine at them. Like, yeah, because it exposes the hypocritical lives and it makes them suffer. I love it. And then, you know, it, it doesn't have... Christian or not, Jewish or not, it, it doesn't, it's not a standard I hold myself. Do you tell the truth or not? That's it. That's how simple it is. And shock, most people in Christianity don't believe in Christ. They're there for social reasons and to feel good. They don't read the Bible. They don't practice what they preach. There's been more than one, you know, preacher's daughter that has uh, been in the company of Cappy and one crying on the ground begging for forgiveness oh another born again christian gal wouldn't have sex with me had to pray to god for every meal we had but then banged a buddy of mine i found out later i'm like what he's like yeah i'm like you can't get pissed at him you almost have to be well at least you got her i got the jesus run around I couldn't have my penis inside her vagina because Jesus would stop me. He'd be like a goalie on the on the Viking Knights or the Vegas Knights. But apparently he just let you right in. Oh, it's your penis? Come right in. Right into this temple of worship. Uh, but you're better than most preachers at identifying how sin is the root cause of all human suffering. I don't know if it's sin. It's just not adhering to truth, which... Sins are described as some sins are described as, right, <clears throat> or categorized, or it falls under. Not adhering to truth falls under the category of some sins. Yes, mine's more of an economic philosophy. If you do something that isn't based in reality, all your efforts are wasted. 
right? Think of the tremendous amount of time and money. Uh, well, we could say all people. I was going to use the black community in this particular instance. The tremendous amount of time, effort, and money that is wasted by young black people who go to college for truly stupid degrees, most notably studying themselves. Which, not to say that's not interesting, but it's completely unemployable. You spend $75,000 for years of your life. Here you got a degree in African-American studies. That's horrible for them. That does not help them. Whereas if we come in and say, look, you know, Darius, major in accounting. Minor in African-American history or study it at home or something. Watch some YouTube podcasts on it. You know, okay, that's fine. But for God's sake. You're spending four years of your life, get a degree in accounting or engineering or programming. <clears throat> and then since that decision is based in reality, the economic consequences is it's more efficient. You make money and your life is consequently better. Uh, you would make a great Amish leader. I like women shaved. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh. Can I just write a book for the Amish and they pay me a royalty and I have some old guy read it. I don't like the hats and the suspenders. I don't. Cheetos Dust Crusaders, uh, Brazilian Reals, $10. Question, what is a woke billionaire at the bottom of the sea? Answer, a good start. Enjoy the two bucks. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, we want to. Oh, white guys aren't inspirational. Okay, have fun. Have fun. But they're not, they're not, no, no, no. They're not popular. White guys are very inspirational. White guys have created a tremendous amount of truly inspirational things. They are inspirational. What they aren't is they're not popular. And that's the word he should have used. Wonder how submarine built on popularity looks. All right. Very flat, I'd imagine. <laughs> okay, so linked all below are some resources for you to benefit from. Please don't waste your life. Please don't get married. That's about it. And thank you for all the super chats. It will go to gravel. And we'll see you guys later. Toodles.